Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? Uh, hey, I'm Olivia Haidar. Allegedly. Uh, so the mainstream media would have you say. Yeah, this could be a whole deep fake. Me and Olivia could be in Guantanamo right now. Wouldn't, I mean, you, wouldn't you QAnon fucks love it? By the time this episode comes out, I might be. Who knows? That's kind of been my concern all year. <laughs> and like, especially when all the Capitol riot stuff happened, I was like, yeah. here we go. Yeah. But at least for the time being, it seems like these dummy cultists have lost their will. Yeah, a little bit. I am. I, I am curious, though, about whether do you think do you do you think maybe that this will get flagged on Twitter for uh, promoting <laughs> false theories about the election? It might but be interesting. Yeah, it very well could, but I'd be able to appeal that because we're we're here not to promote hashtag #ItalyGate, of course, but just to talk about hashtag #ItalyGate and how it's why it's 2021. <laughs> how are people not skeptical of shit like this by now? I mean. This was this when as I was doing the research for this episode, the thing that I just kept thinking over and over again, especially watching these YouTube videos, is these have to be the most credulous people who have ever lived on the planet because they will just believe literally anything that you tell them as long as you say, you know, uh, I did some research and uh, and that's it. That's all you need. And listen, I'm not here to make fun of these people. Like, we've hit the point where it's sad, especially with a conspiracy theory like this. People are getting swindled. Yeah. This is a scam. This is a scam meant to separate you from your money. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing else to it. And, like, even credible, like, one of the things this theory has going for it is Laura Logan, who... I always remembered as a relatively credible journalist, she tweeted this affidavit that we're going to talk about in relation to this. And her caption was something like really interested in these weird things happening in Italy. And it's like, you're Laura Logan. You didn't Google around even a little bit (laughs) because this all looks highly suspicious. If you just look into it a very little bit. Yeah, literally, like, if you watch a YouTube video about this, just click on the channel that posted the YouTube video and take a look at uh, what they have posted or not posted about this. And it might, it might like, give you a few clues about the, you know, uh, how effective this is. That's a good place to start because the scandal we're talking about, it's called Italy Gate, and basically... <sighs> Please, please explain because I gotta say, like up front, I can. I'm someone who I think is it's fair to say is terminally online. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am. I spend way too much time thinking about what these lunatics like actually believe, 
And I had not heard a single thing about this until you sent me the notes for this show and some links. Uh, I had literally not heard a single thing about it. I'm going to be honest. The only reason I knew anything about it is because one listener tweeted at me and (laughs) said, hey, looks like there's weird stuff happening in Italy. And I watched the video that was attached to that tweet and I was like, all right, yeah, if you're just going off that video, this does, I guess, seem very weird, but we should probably dig into this a little bit deeper. And I'm not, like, shitting on the listener that sent me this. Like, I get that's my job to look into this a little bit deeper as opposed to just going, oh, yeah, that's pretty crazy, huh, man? Think for yourself, I guess. Yeah, wow. Like, yeah, that the video in and of itself is weird, but this this conspiracy doesn't – there's a lot of holes. Yeah. Well, I, uh, what what video did was it that they sent you? Do you do you know have which you, one? The affidavit video. Okay. Yeah, I did. I watched that. That was Italy's, so weird. <laughs> uh, here comes some air quotes. Italy's top lawyer, <laughs> which fucking citation needed. Yeah. Because if you yeah. Google that guy, all you get are results about this story. Right. Yeah. If if you want to say there's weird stuff happening in Italy, it is this guy is making videos for some reason. That's the weirdest thing. And he's clearly reading a pre-written statement like you can watch his eyes go from yeah. left to right. And this all started basically I'll run through the, the theory quick. Yes. It's basically that the U.S. embassy in Rome was getting election results in real time. And as it was becoming apparent that Trump was going to win the election, they were changing those results and then sending them by satellite, Olivia. Sure, sure, of course. Back to the United States where those vote totals would then be changed. Much like Ronald Reagan planned to shoot down Russian missiles with satellite space lasers. Of, of course. The libs stole the election from Trump God. using similar tactics. And like, we'll get into more of the details later, but that's the broad overview. Right. And yeah, this all started with a press release from a group called Nations in Action that was posted on January 6, 2021, conveniently enough. Wow. Whoa. What a, that's amazing. That What timing? Yeah. I can't even believe that. It's almost as if they were trying to get this information out in time for something. I don't know what. I don't think they know what. I felt a little bit like Trump when I said that. Something. (laughs) I don't know what. We have. That's a Trump line right there. I I think everyone in this country has been irreparably damaged by Trump talk. And just like it just is a part of our brains. We can just do it, uh, you know, at the drop of a hat. You know, it's it, it's sad is what it is. It's very sad. And and, and really, it's, yeah. What's crazy about it is it really is going to end up being kind of a 100% collective trauma. Yeah. Because, like, everyone else had to live through having Trump for president. But all these Trump supporters now are coming to this realization that, oh, nothing changed, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, everything, like, the government is just still the government. And... We kind of got played, didn't we? And yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. I, I would argue all of us got played because there's <laughs> even like, 
like when I was researching this, I, I realized all of that stuff Trump was saying about, oh, we're going to make NATO start paying their fair share. And people were like, leave our allies alone. The Obama administration wanted that. Like they right. wanted that exact same thing. Yeah. So you get a guy like Trump in office and you can be like, whoops. Oh, sorry, <laughs> NATO. We had no control over this guy. What do you want us to do? Yeah. It's uh, all wrestling shit, people. It is. But anyway, this group, Nations in Action. <laughs> Just this, contemplating. This is the first point where if you're a believer in this theory, this is where you should get suspicious. Because Nations in Action, they claim to have formed in 2017, or yeah. to quote their website, Nations in Action was born out of the need to address the collapse of the civil society mm. with families struggling to maintain faith, values, and virtues. Except in all those years, 2017, which once we get to this interview with their founder, it goes way back further yeah. than that. <laughs> but in all those years, they've only seen fit to publish one thing on their website. Yeah. Which is this press release saying Italy conspired to steal the 2020 election. Which, you, you know, Adam, that just shows you how serious this is. That <laughs> this, this whole time... They've been watching for the collapse of civil society, and uh, they've seen it start to happen. They leapt into action. They're just, they're ready to go. Up to this point, they've been like a mom and pop brick and mortar election <laughs> watching outfit. And now this inspired them to finally take that leap and get on the internet. Yeah, I mean, when all the other elections since 2017 have been so above board, they haven't <laughs> really had much need to be an election watchdog. They're... <laughs> There are no other articles on their website. Their YouTube page has exactly four videos on it. They were all uploaded the same day the page was created. And I is, watched them all today. And they're all kind of the same video, but the guy from Dukes of Hazard is in one of them, and I don't mean Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, the, the Duke boys are up to trouble. The, the, you know, they're up to trouble again. <laughs> Uh, no way. The guy who got famous driving a car with a Confederate flag on it is in one of these videos. Go figure. I think, I think Luke is cool, though. That's just Bo is kind of an asshole. Uh, hopefully Luke is cool. Hopefully, yeah. John Schneider, I, though, he looks great. He, I had sure, to Google yeah. and confirm. I was like, John Schneider, that can't be the Dukes of Hazard guy. I mean, he looks great. He looks like he owns an Applebee's in Ohio. Yeah, but like he, he, he looks, looks great. like he voted for Trump, and he very much <laughs> Absolutely. did. Absolutely. But he's in one of their videos, and there's four videos, and they all kind of send the same message, which is yeah. we somehow are the only right-wing Trump-supporting outlet in America to break this story about Italy, which that yeah. in and of itself should make you a little suspicious. Yeah. And by we... They mean Maria Zach, the only person who has publicly spoken for the organization. Right. And we'll we'll talk about her in a second. But yeah, all of this mysteriously pops up within a week. All of this Nations in Action stuff, despite being formed in 2017, their address, according to their website, is 5020 Clark Road, number 204, Sarasota, Florida, 34238. And I say that not to dox them. Wow, yeah, I didn't know that this was that kind of a podcast. I, I say it so people listening can Google Street View it for themselves and see that that is a UPS store <laughs> hey, in Sarasota, you know, Florida. But an address is an address. Maybe they live 
in the UPS store. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe the UPS store, Olivia, is a front. Whoa. Whoa. I thought only the deep state had fronts. That's the thing. If you're going to beat the deep state, you got to be the deep state. Yeah. Wow. Right. You know what? I hadn't thought of that. Everyone pull up that gif of the guy tapping his <laughs> temple. That, yeah. Like, yeah, that was Olivia me. Olivia just did it, and I think you should all <laughs> you should all get a taste of that too. Everybody at home, just just lean your head to the side and tap your temple. Yeah, and I'm sorry if you're a believer of this theory and you don't find the fact that absolutely no one else, other than this mysterious group that just popped up in January of 2021, the same day as this theory, no one else had any information of this. You have yeah. to be a little suspicious. Because here's the thing, not even Trump, not even Rudy Giuliani, none of them, none of this information, like this is basically the third or fourth version of the conspiracy theory to steal the election from Trump. It just keeps changing. There's like 10 competing and, and no one can quite decide on which one is the right one. And we talked about this a little bit before we started recording because it's just so rich. But one of the videos you can find from the founder of Nations in Action was a woman named Maria Zack. There's an interview with a show called Can We Talk America? (laughs) And one, it's just a baffling video from a production standpoint. It is bizarre. It, It initially looks like local news or like something that's got a little money behind it. But as you pointed out, the host clearly can't read her notes. She has to like put them in front of her face. Yeah. It's it's so yeah. She's tried to have this veneer of professionalism. She's got a green screen of like downtown from somewhere behind her, like glass windows. And yeah, she's got like sheaves of paper, like your stand, like a real news lady. And she's got sheaves of paper in front of her, and yeah, she just can't do it. She has to fully in front of her face read I, the names. I guarantee I know exactly who this woman is like not her name, but I know I know I know her vibe. Yeah, because I worked with a lot of these women when I lived in the Midwest. She's one of those people who will show up to a job that you are using to just like scrape by and be like, oh, I don't even need to do this. I'm just doing it because I'm bored. My husband (laughs) pays all the bills. I worked with so many people like that. And it's like, yeah, quit. You quit and go find a hobby and give this job to someone who needs it. Seriously. And she's doing the right thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sure. She's not. That's what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, not really. (laughs) Like she's sort of, she was on the right path and then there was a fork and she went the obvious wrong way. Yeah. But she's interviewing Maria Zach and to add to the suspiciousness of there only being one article on the nation's in action website. She says her group has been studying election irregularities since 2000, and they were responsible for exposing voter irregularities in Broward County in 2018. And none of that's on your website? Wow. Yeah. I mean, hey, they're, they're humble. You know, they, they don't want to <laughs> brag. You know, anybody can, sh- can tout their, you know, history of solving major <laughs> treasonous crimes on their website that is but you know they're they're humble they're just trying to say you know th- the past doesn't matter what happened matters is italy they're not agents of division exactly they don't want to like why expose all of this when <laughs> it would just divide us all but now finally we have to we have to talk about it 
Uh, I do. I am very curious about how you found that video in particular, just because I did look at the, the YouTube channel for that out of curiosity. Uh, and literally the only other video on their channel is uh, a clip from Avengers Infinity War where Thanos meets like oh. whatever the person in like the universe realm. Yeah. You mean the the video of this interview? <laughs> yeah, it's it's on some weirdo YouTube page. I just so I think weird. I, I think I Googled Maria Zach. OK, yeah, that's cause... how I came upon that video. But yeah, you're right. I found it's, it very it's called, strange. It's on like it's it's on a YouTube page called like Good Videos. Yeah, yeah, the, just videos. Yeah, and <laughs> like the the avatar is a picture of an Asian girl's face. Yes, yeah, yeah. it was weird, very Re- weird. Yeah, uh, this is gonna. It's complete- what I do, Olivia. I research. <laughs> I just was – this is going to completely fuck up my YouTube algorithm. <laughs> I have – I've gotten it so nicely curated. I don't get anything unusual. And this is it. This is – I'm done for on YouTube. Yeah, mine is all Heim videos and then deep state shit <laughs> because of work and because I like the band Heim a whole of lot. Co- of course. Of course. There's also uh, – she also talks about partnering with the Institute for Good Governance, mm. which as far as I can tell – not a thing. Yeah. There is a good governance institute in the UK, but you have to spend like 15 seconds on their website to realize that is definitely not who this no. woman is talking about. It's not the UK swooping in to save their former colony <laughs> from bad governance. Oh, and let's talk about Maria Zach a little more. For for starters, <laughs> yes, her full name, this is, never let it be said that I don't, research this stuff okay uh for starters her full name is maria strollo zach sure i found her linkedin page and you know what she's done for way longer than being a fairness in voting advocate or whatever the fuck is happening right now so since before 2000 you mean since before 2016 apparently which is when her linkedin page says nations (laughs) in action was founded she worked as a strategist at the Strollo Group for 24 years. Her job description there, according to her own LinkedIn page, specializing in advising and running companies, developing and executing public affairs and marketing plans, running political and fundraising campaigns, handling of press, creating opportunities through creative channels, and successfully executing crisis management plans. Funny it should mention fundraising campaigns because we already know that that is all of what Trump's Stop the Steal efforts are about. There have been, you don't even need news stories. The news stories about it are just pointing out that the fine print in his fundraising emails about stopping the steal all say, Oh, yeah, most of this money is going to go to, like, paying back the RNC and the legal defense and all this shit. Yeah, because he's broke. He's broke. And so if you go to the Nations in Action website right now, there's one article, which is about the election being stolen from Trump. And then you hit that drop-down menu, you get five options. Home, which is where the press release is posted. Sure. About, which is a bunch of lies about when they were formed. Uh, volunteer. Donate and contact us. So this is another effort to keep drawing money out of these people. Yeah. And if they just give enough and believe enough and have enough faith, 
they will overturn those results. Of, of course. Yeah. I mean, like even that insane quote unquote news program ended like that was on January 6th that they were recording that as people were occupying the house. That was like uh, the whole ending segment was her talking about asking for donations. Uh, it's just very transparent. I, Everything I, she does ends with asking for donations. Yeah. Which I don't know how you're not suspicious of that. For, like yeah. if you're on the fence about believing this, keep that part in mind. Yeah. What do they need your money for if they have already delivered this information to the president, which is right. what they claim? <laughs> what do they need your money for after yeah. that? Yeah. What What else? Like, that's the that's the best possible result that they could ask for. They got an audience with the president of the United States. They're like the my pillow guy and they yeah. need our money. Yeah. What do they need your money for? It's just at least ask that before you give them your money. Honestly. Yeah. Like if you're a person who, you know, maybe is listening to this and has those kinds of questions about the election or whatever all we could possibly say is just do like a little bit you know you like to do your own research so do a little bit on the people that you're giving money to uh and maybe see if it's something that you trust because it's always these people who will tell you you know use your critical thinking think for yourself just look at all the evidence exactly but then you trust them so much that the only evidence you look at is the evidence they present you. Right. Because why would they invite you to go look into it if it wasn't true? Why Why turn it's yourself... because in... they know you're not going to look into it. Right. Like, you know, if you pride yourself so much on being a free thinker, then don't listen to what these people say, too. Also, in addition. Like, you know, yeah. this is not hard. Like, how much money am I asking for? right now for you to listen to this this is a free episode there's going to be an ad in the middle of it sure but it's free if you want to hear extra episodes that i do actual extra work for right you can pay me money for that but in all my years running a conspiracy podcast i've never once had like a fundraising event sure so we could get the truth out we got 24 hours to get this info to Mitch McConnell. It, that's like, the thing. Come it, on. It's like, sure, like, there's nothing inherently wrong with the act of fundraising. But no. you, got, you got to look a little bit at, like, what the, what the stated goals are of these things and what you think, as a person who is supposedly rational, what this group could actually accomplish in real life with more money. Like, right. are, could they accomplish more than they have said that they've accomplished with, like, your money? Or do you think maybe they are not asking for anything that could, like, actually be affected by a fundraiser? Like, yeah. Are they, do they want more money to storm the Capitol again? Because you don't want to donate to that. No, I mean, definitely That's going to end up being a bad look when <laughs> yeah. China imposes that social credit score on us in a few years. I don't want any part of that. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, what is this theory? Basically, it's that U.S. intelligence agencies, in conjunction with a defense contractor in Italy called Leonardo, 
conspired <laughs> to change votes for Joe Biden in the 2020 election. They flipped votes from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. Leonardo said, we're going to take these votes. <laughs> and we're going spicy, to a Trump a vote. Yeah, we're going to change it to Biden. Oh, the Biden vote is so fresh. <laughs> you don't want this a stinky Trump vote. You want this a Biden vote instead. So how did they do that? Well, obviously, they changed vote data at the U.S. Embassy in Rome sure. and then transmitted that updated information to a Leonardo satellite that then transmitted that information to voting machines in all the places where Trump didn't win. And it's a very convenient theory that capitalizes on two things. One, a story about Fulton County, Georgia, stopping their count. Sure. And the spikes in votes that Joe Biden got from mail-in voting. And yeah. it's true that Fulton County briefly stopped counting votes, but it was because there was a burst water pipe. Yeah. And they actually didn't really stop counting. They ended up still counting because when people heard they were going to stop, Everyone was like, please don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, not right now. Might not be the best plan. And somehow, Stop the Steel types have transformed that into all the battleground states stopped counting votes at the same time. Yeah. No, they didn't. Like, there's just no evidence of that. It's no? a thing that did not happen. Sure. But is it, could it have happened, though? If you use your critical thinking. Oh, hmm, hmm. Then maybe. <laughs> and the reason they all stopped counting, Olivia, is yes. because they realized dear leader Trump was on his way to a historic victory. Right. So powerful was his win that the algorithm that they'd already written to steal the election <laughs> was overpowered by the strength of his victory, Olivia. Yeah. That is... I'm paraphrasing, but that is actually the no. idea here. <clears throat> and you that, are not paraphrasing that much, honestly. No. So they, they stopped the votes in these battleground states because they needed to write a new algorithm capable of taking down the sheer dominance and manliness of Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. And then that explains this massive spike in votes for Biden. Not that several of these battleground states mandated that mail-in ballots be counted after in-person ballots and that mail-in ballots skewed heavily toward Biden. Right. No, it was no. satellites. Sure. It satellites. What it definitely, don't even get this in your head, okay? Because what it definitely did not have anything to do with was decades and decades of Republican efforts to suppress minority votes getting undermined by a sudden need for mass amounts of mail-in voting. Yeah. Sa no, it was satellites. No, no, of course. It had to have been satellites. I don't even know. That was all gobbledygook. I, I couldn't make heads or tails of what you just said. Satellites, Italian satellites sounds much more reasonable. And like this, the people who push this theory will be like, oh, how come all the votes came from Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Atlanta. It's like, I don't know, maybe because you've been suppressing black votes for decades and decades and decades. Yeah. Like maybe because black people generally get like one place they can go vote yeah. for like 25 miles around them and several other efforts to squash minority votes in the South and just minority votes in general. They weren't able to do that with mail-in voting. Yeah. Sorry. A lot harder. Yeah. 
it wasn't that the election was stolen. It was that Republicans weren't allowed to steal the election. <laughs> like they usually do. Yeah. Oh, my God. But see, here's the thing. What uh, Pelosi loving libs like yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, if, if there's anything anyone knows about me, it's, it's that I love Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> love her. She's my fave. Go, Queen. Slay. <laughs> what people don't understand is there's an affidavit. <laughs> and it's alleged to be an affidavit from a guy named Arturo DeLeo, a former employee of Leonardo, which is like the eighth biggest defense contractor in Italy or something. Of course he's a um, former employee of Leonardo. It's right there in his name. DeLeo. Right? And he's allegedly admitting to all sorts of election-related malfeasance. And what they have is video of another guy named, allegedly named Alfio D'Urso. Sure. Reading the text of a document that legitimately just says general affidavit at the top with no other official letterhead of any sort. It has the address listed as like, the Italy area or something like it just gives like a vague idea of where this was happening. Yeah. So what you're saying is it's totally above board. And this is the thing Laura Logan tweeted. Like she tweeted a screenshot of this and was like, really curious what's happening in Italy. It's like, man, maybe schedule that tweet and look into it first before you (laughs) let that one fly. Yeah. Put that, leave that in the drafts for a little while. And this guy says the information in his affidavit is based on meetings with a high-level Army Security Services official. Well, okay, well, then who's that? <laughs> like, because this is like three different kinds of hearsay. Yeah. They're saying yeah. this guy gave an affidavit, but these aren't his words. Right. These are the words that another guy heard from another guy. Right. It's it's like an it's like hearsay about a hearsay about hearsay. And it says it's Italy's top lawyer. Clearly not. Like <laughs> I don't know what yeah. these really need some citations on that. I'd love you, to see a source. I'll tell you what people pushing this theory are relying on. They're relying on people looking at these source links that point to like Italian websites yeah. and being like, well, I don't, I, I can't read Italian. So yes. Yeah. They must be right about what's in these articles and man, Google will translate that for you. Yeah. But of course Google is in the pocket of the deep state. So it's only going to show you the translation that they want you to see. I didn't even think about that. There we go. Boom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I guess I'm wrong about all of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, everybody. All right, there we go. That's it. Wrapped it up. This uh, is real. And so who is his source? We don't know who his source is in the military. Just a guy in the military yeah. told him this thing about this other guy. And like Arturo DeLeo is a real person. And he did work for Leonardo. And he was arrested in December ni- in December 2019 for hacking into Leonardo Systems to steal information about weapon systems. So his name would have been in the news in Italy. So he's basically a Bond villain. Pretty much. Essentially. And what's crazy is there's an article out there, I'll include it in the, in the show notes, where it's called Debunking the Debunkers. Because a bunch of different outlets have dug into this and been like, come on. 
none of this is true. <laughs> and Reuters is one of those outlets. And they did a radical thing, just crazy, unheard of thing in journalistic mm-hmm. circles. They reached out to Arturo D'Elia's lawyer. <laughs> And they also reached out to the Italian courts and were like, hey, what'd you arrest him for? Can we get a look at, look at that? Right. Yeah. And the Italian courts were like, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. And, no, yeah, we have it right here. <laughs> and they reached out to his lawyer and his lawyer was like, yeah, we've heard this. We don't know who that guy is. Like, <laughs> our client is in enough trouble. Like you get, he tried to steal defense information. Like, yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty fucked already. He's not. He's not going to pull an election fraud in the middle of all that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like some Lex Luthor shit. Like, and, he's already in prison for stealing weapons, but he's going to steal the election from prison. And then the this article about debunking the debunkers, they were like, well, Maria Zach didn't talk to his lawyers. She went directly to this guy who gave an affidavit. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that would, therein lies the rub. That is the entire problem here. But, you know, consider it all debunked. Sure. So his name would have been in the news around that time. So he makes for an obvious name to point to. Right. And then you're like, if you Google it, you're going to see these Italian headlines with his name in it. And like, oh, that looks like the Italian word for Internet. So Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it, even if you use Google Translate, it'll just bring up some shit about like hacking. But like. Google Translate's never like a hundred percent accurate anyway, so who you you know even if it's you can read it, it's not like it'll make a ton of sense. Like, yeah. And if you do translate those articles and read them, what you realize is this whole theory is just this sort of circle jerk of people using each other as official sources when there's really not an official source. Yeah, like you'll see headlines where there's. A headline you'll see a bunch that says something about CIA agent Bradley Johnson talking about how this election fraud would have worked. Ooh, that but video, that video was weird. It's very weird. Who is that guy? <laughs> like, I honestly cannot figure it out. He's he's a character. That's for sure. I mean, that's pro- literally he's probably just a character. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And all of. Everything he's talking about, they're like, here's a CIA agent saying how it would be done. He's just citing these articles that were on these Italian blogs that are claiming this is a thing that happened. And he makes it clear that he's just citing those articles and that he's not saying this is what happened as a CIA agent. Well, retired. Retired. (laughs) And like he throws out all these insane statements that are clearly meant to like shield this theory from getting dug into too much. Uh, For example, when data travels through servers, it doesn't leave much of a trace, so it's hard to track. (laughs) Fucking what? (laughs) Then why does every conspiracy theory of the modern era revolve around data traveling through servers? Yeah. Also, have you even watched a movie? Like, you should, everyone, they should just watch Black Hat, and they will learn that that shit's everywhere. And there's even a version of this conspiracy theory that says at one point the U.S. armed forces had a shootout with the CIA to get <laughs> servers back. And it's like, well, then what for? Yeah. What they need them for if you can't track anything? <laughs> that, like, get it together. Like, do these people even fucking 
huddle up and talk about what their individual theories are going to be no before they get out into the world no honestly that's the thing like yeah it is a circle jerk and like that is what so many of these right-wing conspiracies kind of all boil down that's what q is all q is is some fucker on 4chan jerking off and everyone else is on on there is so desperate to believe some bullshit that they take it on face value, not even considering that it could be fake. Yeah. Yeah. And if you dig into those Italian articles even more, you'll find that their sources are like Newsmax and like yeah. just right wing outlets in the United <laughs> States. Right. That have since apologized for their reporting on this. <laughs> That kind of leads to the next point, which is Dominion voting machines. Like sure. if you watched the the full video where they explain all of this, one of the things they bring up is Dominion voting machines. And one of the points people bring up is, oh, well, Dominion voting machines, those were rejected by the state of Texas. Like they they rejected them for not being secure enough. And yes. Well, before we get to that, I, I I've mentioned this on a previous episode, but when People on the left and Congress were accusing Diebold of uh, having faulty voting machines that were hacked into in 2004. Diebold did not sue. No. They did not file a defamation lawsuit. They didn't file a libel lawsuit. Dominion (laughs) has. Yes. They have filed lawsuits, and that's what caused Newsmax and all these sites to, like, back off their reporting. Right. Which, again, should make you a little suspicious. Yeah, I but, mean, Diebold knew that if that went to court, they would get fucked, basically. And that's what the My Pillow guy said about Dominion. And it's like, okay, then why is Dominion the one threatening the lawsuit? Exactly. Like, take him up on it. Yeah. Let him sue you. Keep saying it. Let's see. <laughs> I, I hope he does. Honest. I want to be clear. That would be great. I want to oh, see I, it. I, I hope he represents himself in court. Oh, I fucking love it. The dream, Adam. The dream. Yeah, film it for a fucking my pillow commercial. <laughs> and so one of the things people point to when making this argument about Dominion machines is that Texas rejected Dominion voting machines sure. for not being secure. And that's true, but Texas has way different standards than the rest of the nation. And specifically, they demand that voting machines identify each ballot with a unique number that can be tracked. And privacy types are like that's going to let people identify who voted for what candidate. And we're really not like, we get it, yeah. but we're not really in favor of that. I, I, most, I'm there. <laughs> That's how yeah. I feel. And most other states feel that same way and thus don't have that requirement in place. Right. So Texas is going to reject more voting systems than any other state would. And what's, I think, a little more telling is California's audit, which we'll link to. California also audited Dominion voting machines. And what they found was that, yes, they could be susceptible to hacking or some sort of interference. And the way to prevent that is to make sure the USB ports on the machines are covered so no one plugs a USB drive into them. Meaning they are not capable of engaging in the kind of fraud that is being alleged here. Right. Unless unless the that USB that someone plugs into it like has a little satellite dish on it that pops <laughs> out, get smart style and like yeah. transmits the info. And they also said to hack these machines would require changing the code and then rebuilding the machine. Sure. So 
if you're if you're taking that Texas audit as your only source of information, maybe consider that California audit that says, yeah, you can hack them, but you got to have access to the USB ports. Like you don't have access to those from the fucking U.S. embassy in Rome. But California is full of libs. That's true. Whereas- libs who give billions of dollars to the police every year <laughs> and incarcerate. Yeah people of color at probably a higher rate than right. any other state. Right. Real lefties is what yeah. you're saying. Total leftists out here. Right. Whereas there are no left-wing people in Texas, as we all know. No, they they all just <laughs> play by the rules, man. Yep. So one of the other things they talk about is this really famous suitcase full of ballots video. And all it is, we'll link to, we'll link to a couple of people like having – way way longer of a discussion about it than they should and all it is is in fulton county it's video of someone pulling a box of ballots out from underneath a table right and they're like see where did those ballots come from and why are they only counting them when they stop counting ballots when there's no one in there (laughs) well for one thing there is video on them so there's clear like it's not like they turned off their body cam and went to go count (laughs) these ballots. Like the video is still there. Like election observers were still there. And like, where do you think they put paper ballots when they're counting them? Hmm. Like it wasn't a suitcase. It was the box that paper ballots are stored in. Yeah. And they were in the room where ballots are being counted. They're going to (laughs) be kept somewhere. Yeah. Like what? And people are like, see, Look, they're keeping a big box of ballots in this room where they have to keep a bunch of paper ballots. They're supposed to just leave them in loose sheets scattered across the room. And and yeah, and there recall there was that moment where people counting ballots in Fulton County thought they were going to go home. Right. So they packed up the ballots that hadn't been counted and they fucking stored them. Yeah. And then they found out they weren't going home. So they're like, all right, I guess we got to count these ballots again. (laughs) It is not proof of election fraud. There's also hammer and scorecard. Sure. That's, this is a whole other theory. See, this <laughs> is the other reason you should be suspicious. There's like three or four different versions of how this happened. Seriously. And hammer and scorecard is another one. And I think the most damning detail about this spy movie shit <laughs> is the person who's spreading this theory. Basically, this theory claims that, one, the Obama administration built a supercomputer called the Hammer that was designed specifically to interfere with elections. (laughs) Wow. Can't believe that didn't come up in any uh, budgetary reports. Yeah, Uh, it's it's at his library. Like, they're planning. There's going to be a display for it. It's going to be right out in the lobby, the the Hammer. The giant supercomputer. It's this big black orb (laughs) with, like, a face on it. those monoliths were. Yeah. Exactly. It's all, election, it's all election data being picked up by the hammer. <laughs> and the hammer worked in conjunction with a CIA software called Scorecard to <laughs> intercept and change votes. Because you know how when you vote, that's sent out into the ether? Sure. For any machine to. Right, yeah. Like your vote, where do they think it's going? You're voting right there. <laughs> Like, it's right, like... No, nah, man. No one knows how the internet really works. It, it just, it's all wild. The Wild West, you know, it just goes out there. And, it, you know, if anyone who with the know-how can can get to it. And, like, again, these machines aren't even connected to the internet. So there's that. <laughs> and also, the guy who started this theory, he's a guy named Dennis Montgomery, who is a well-known internet hoax artist. People... 
Like, and that's very readily available information. Yeah. He was an intelligence contractor at the height of the war on terror who was notorious for cranking out false information at one point almost prompted the Bush administration to start shooting planes out of the sky. And they don't need much prompting for that. No, they were they were trigger happy. Yeah, it's almost as if he has a penchant for riling up people who are trigger happy, (laughs) like the people who believe theories like this. He also peddled a claim that he could prove a Democratic conspiracy was afoot against Sheriff Joe Arpaio and collected $100,000 from the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office in the process before they were realized they were being scammed. <laughs> that one's fine. Yeah, no, that's good. That was Yeah, that It's that, actually that makes up for a lot of the other stuff. If he if he scammed the underground off of Joe Arpaio, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one is okay. But now we're supposed to believe this guy is a credible source for claims of an elaborate CIA connected election fraud involving a supercomputer called the hammer. Sure. Sure thing, Nazis. Yeah. Fucking sure thing. It really it is that it is that classic right wing Nazi shit of just like building your opponent up to be the smartest and deadliest and most daring adversary that you could possibly face who is also a huge beta who like drinks tea and you know like doesn't do anything. Yeah, these this is su- like this is the election fraud. The fraud surrounding this election is Donald Trump milking his followers out of millions and millions and millions of dollars yeah. using theories like this and that's why these theories keep changing. Right. Because eventually if one of them gets proven to be false, you got to hit the people with something else to keep them giving money. Yep. And that's why this Italy gate shit didn't come out until January 6th. <laughs> Like a month after the Supreme Court finally shot down his last challenge, right? Which he had none of this information at that point. This is all new information. And really, I bet that they are just kicking themselves. Maria Zach is just kicking herself about not getting that information to him in time. She must feel so guilty. Seriously, that, that's and that's why she's pushing so hard for donations. You know, it's like she's got to she's got to push harder and beef up the funds to make up for that blunder. I mean, she's kind of a child sex trafficking trader, if we're being <laughs> honest, right? Sure. Like for not getting, not getting it to Trump in time. Yeah, I mean, that, there. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's true. Way to help the cabal, Zach. But also, Olivia, no, maybe it was Switzerland. Oh, who did this? Okay, maybe it's, is, it's a lot harder for me to do a Switzerland accent, but I'll, I'll try the the Switzerland theory because you know how Switzerland loves to meddle. Yeah, well, you know, we, just like we helped with the Nazis and the gold. Yeah historically terrible yeah they this theory involves them buying the code to some other election software and in this version like the data is transmitted to frankfurt germany first (laughs) and i believe this is the theory where u.s armed forces and the cia had a little shootout sure so the the armed forces could get those servers back and get them to Trump in time to stop the steal. Right. And again, that is how you should know you're being played because this theory was one that was meant to like give people hope still. <laughs> right. Like, don't worry. The army has gone in. Yeah. They got these servers from the evil CIA. There was a whole shootout about it. Of course, you didn't hear anything about the CIA yeah. and the army having a shootout in Frankfurt, Germany. I just, I, that's where I'm just like, 
what is your what is your worldview if you think that the CIA and the army are like duking it out? They're in a heated rivalry where they shoot at each other over servers. I just don't understand that reality at all. Because the CIA is the deep state and the army are the good guys. But the CIA so... is only the deep state. But then you got this former CIA guy, but he seems above board apparently. And so he's fine, even though he was part of the deep state. Yeah, I, I love a theory that involves claims of people being mysteriously killed. <laughs> yeah. But you never really get deets on that. And also the people spreading this theory haven't been killed. Sure. Okay. Because like... If, if if they wanted to, the government could just kill you, and we would be like, hey, did you do that to shut them up? And they'd be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who knows? No, no one Ask can... us in 50 years yeah. through the Freedom of Information Act. No, no one can Bub. say. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, for real. That I... was Joe Biden answering them, <laughs> by the way. Good. Okay, good. I was wondering who, was, who this character was. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I it, Like, the, it is so easy, so easy for the U.S. government to murder its citizens. And they've done it before with impunity. And so... Shot Fred Hampton in bed. If your information is so threatening to this insanely powerful entity, who is more powerful than any entity has ever been in the history of mankind, uh, then why are you breathing still? I would love to know the answer to that. It's a very valid question. Here's the thing. All of this ties back to the same New World Order conspiracy. <laughs> of course it That does. right-wing types have been pushing for a decade now. And I would just love to say, again, New World Order, the One World Government, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> I'm totally on board. I think it's a great idea. You know, I watched The Expanse, the UN, it rules uh, Earth and that. They seem to be doing pretty good. So, you know, yeah, I'm all for it. I- I donated to the Kickstarter to get the chip implanted right away. Oh, like I got the early bird, two hundred and fifty dollars. If you got it, damn. That way. Okay, I gotta, I yeah. gotta get on that because I would love a chip. So <laughs> on the Italy did it website. Oh, I didn't even mention that. If you go to Nations in Action, their website now it says we're having website issues. So go to italydidit.com instead. <laughs> Great, that sounds professional. Italy so- did it. And so, of course, I did. Of course, I went course. to Italy, did it. And there's a video that claims to not only identify who hacked the election, which would be the guy we mentioned earlier, who seems like he is uh, pretty innocent yeah. in all this. <laughs> innocent but of also, that. <laughs> well, yeah, seems, like he clearly seems kind of guilty of stealing weapon designs. <laughs> yeah, clearly an Internet criminal, just not in the way these people think. And they claim to not only know who hacked it, but also why they hacked the election. So I'm like, All right. hell yeah, Good. sign me up. Yeah. And Answers. I'm watching this. I'm watching this video. It's 18 grueling minutes long. And when you get to the why part, what's the first thing you see? George H.W.'s infamous New World Order speech. Uh, I hate that and guy. Like, I, I really hate him. Uh, yeah, he was a monster and I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. Uh. Now, I know we're supposed to, like, not see Russia in everything, but this is Russia. They show these clips of Trump sassing the U.N. about how we reject global governance. And, like, those don't represent the words of a maverick American president. Those are the words of Vladimir Putin, specifically the fourth political theory, which is the idea that communism, fascism, and liberalism 
have been the three big political theories throughout history. Liberalism destroyed fascism and communism, yeah. but now it's failing too, and it needs to be replaced with a fourth, a fourth thing, which isn't necessarily it, untrue. No, I mean, I, I, I'm nodding along, which is weird because it's Putin, but I am nod, nodding along in general, but I know that there's a, uh, a disastrous left turn coming. Well, the left turn is that part of this new fourth political theory is that countries, one, are to enforce their borders very strictly if they want to, and two, you don't tell another country what they can and can't do. Like, as long as you're not hurting each other, Uh, then you're free to, like, you can expel whoever you want from your country. Right. You can marginalize whoever you want in your country like none of that all that matters is that we're not bothering each other man so the fourth political theory is basically just uh new fascism fascism light fascism zero yeah it it basically just takes the war out of fascism (laughs) like it just makes it a thing where yeah let's all just be let's be our own version of fascist and if you want to like let muslims in your country fucking weirdo i guess you can right it's literally it's the the fancier version of the argument that like Hitler's biggest mistake was invading Poland. Uh, Everything else was fine. Right. Yeah. And like, that's, that's the version of governance that they want. And like when someone like Putin is talking about global governance, you, you dummies have to understand he's not talking about a one world government. That's going to send the UN to take your guns. He just doesn't want to be told what to do on the world stage. And it's because he's a fucking tyrant. He is a fucking dictator. He is a bad person and maybe the richest man in the world. Yeah. So when you're sticking up for this idea that Trump is here to fight the new world order, what you're really sticking up for is the idea that Trump is here to kind of do Putin's bidding on the world stage because everyone knows America is... So big and so influential on the world stage that if we adopt that persona, if we're the first to go, you know what? We're going to leave you alone. You leave us alone. It's called isolationism. Right. And I'm fine with that to some degree, but just not the version that Vladimir Putin is pushing. Yeah. And that was, I mean, basically in a very stupid way, what Trump was pushing for a lot of his presidency. And we have seen... Uh, a lot of countries following suit and becoming much more open about their uh, authoritarianism and right-wing pushes for isolation. Uh, So it's not like this is not effective. It it is working. Yeah, but it's just, there's no, (laughs) there's no cabal, man. No. There's no deep state coming to take your guns. The American government, I I still maintain that QAnon was a honeypot, (laughs) and now people are all up in arms because the QAnon Anonymous podcast just said the same thing. Oh. They tweeted a thing that said, new conspiracy theory just dropped. It's like, motherfucker, (laughs) it dropped like two weeks ago. (laughs) But at some point, people are going to have to realize they're being played. Yeah. Like, this New World Order shit, it's not what you think it is. It's not oh, there's going to be one government and no borders and everyone's rich history is going to be stripped away from them. No. Like, it's it's no crazier to believe that the New World Order is going to be the culmination of all history's progress, which is what yeah. uh, the conspiracy theorists believe. Like, is that any crazier than thinking Trump 
is the culmination of all of America's progress. Like all the patriots that founded this country have come full circle at Donald fucking Trump. I mean, like <laughs> he is a tool of rich people at this point. Yeah, he he is kind in a, in some ways though. He is kind of the culmination of America as like an idea. Like it's just not in the way that these people are imagining. He's he's a vulgar, uh, authoritarian uh, idiot, uh, and that's kind of what America's been building to for over two hundred years. So that's true. Yeah, and like the question I had watching this, and the question I've had this whole time is the question I always have about New World Order, Illuminati, whoever. If they're so powerful and so united in their disdain for Trump, why did he get elected? Yeah. They couldn't stop that. There, there was nothing they could do. They couldn't flip any. Vo- Obama built the hammer in 2014. Right. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Was it not up and running by 2016? Maybe it's like when uh, Ken Jennings took on Watson on Jeopardy. Sure. Like the the sheer might of Trump's electoral power, yeah, took on the hammer and won. <laughs> it's like it's the John Henry story for yeah, it's a, modern times. It's, basically, it's a it, it it's like uh, deep. I can't even remember who played chess against Deep Blue or uh, whatever that computer was called. Kasparov, yeah, Kasparov. That's it. Remember. Yeah, Trump is Kasparov. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> And it's like, it's the same question we had last week. One of these scammers was talking about how global banking elites, which we know what that means, <laughs> uh, wanted the Federal Reserve to be a thing. So they got Woodrow Wilson elected. But then Woodrow Wilson went on a speaking tour to sell the rest of the country on the idea of a Federal Reserve. Yeah, It's like you can get a president elected, but you can't <laughs> get the Federal Reserve passed without a lecture tour. That doesn't yeah. speak to your power at all. It is, it is, it, that, it, it's just that conspiratorial mindset of just like our enemies are whatever they need us to be at this second in order to make our thoughts uh, not hurt us. Yeah, pretty much. And man- these people are just, they're getting played. Yeah. Like, but I know people hate when I shoot down a conspiracy theory on this podcast, but this is a fundraising I effort. Mean, it's not like this one took any effort to shoot down. It kind of shot itself in the foot and then just fell down and we watched. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty silly. It, and the thing, it, you know, it, it's kind of sad or whatever. And it's kind of, it would be, it would be a lot funnier to watch if these people aren't less mad now that they know that they've gotten had it it seems like they just you know it, i don't see how this doesn't lead to uh horror in the future is the thing like there's oh yeah of course yeah like there's just it doesn't matter how ridiculous the theories are as long as there's theories out there to say to point them in the direction of the people that they already want to hate and gin them up to to do violence against those people uh that that just cycle is just going to keep going. Yeah, it's I don't know. I am I I I I don't know if I'm more comfortable about the direction this is all going. Seeing as how there was no violence around the inauguration, yeah, like I was very surprised, but that was weird. But yeah, like the best case scenario is that a lot of these QAnon people just lose faith in mass. Yeah, and 
people lose faith all the time. People lose faith in religion all the time. Yeah. And QAnon is clearly a type of religion. Sure. I mean, the, the cult type, but a religion nonetheless. And like, there have to be people who I would imagine more people than not are kind of losing faith yeah. at this point. I, and like stuff like this should just reinforce the idea that you shouldn't put any faith in this. Yeah. I, I think there'll be a schism, uh, you know, kind of like the Catholic Church. Uh, there'll just there'll be a schism, and people will. That schism went well, of course. Yeah, no, no, no bloodshed or anything from that schism. No, uh, very peaceful transition of power. Uh, but you know, I think there'll be a big schism, and there'll be people who continue to keep the faith as it has been written, and there will be people who branch off and find a new thing. And it might be a bunch of different new things, like, you know, kind of like Protestantism, uh, just like be a bunch of different versions of their truth. Uh, and ho hopefully uh, a larger percentage will realize that they've just been fooled the whole time and maybe come back to society. Although I don't know how I don't know how that path works. Because I don't particularly feel welcoming as, you know, I, it's not like these people, you know, they were taken in by a religion that was teaching them that an alien planted souls uh, around volcanoes and blew them up. You know, like these are people who they were taken in and fed a theory that just stoked their own existing hatred of minorities and foreigners and liberals and all of these other people. And that's a lot harder of a thing to be welcomed back from. I just don't know how that happens. Yeah. I mean, you see stories where people are like, man, I gave up my entire family for this. Yeah. Like, no one's, no one's going to get sent to Guantanamo for child sex trafficking. <laughs> right. Really? Not even Tom Hanks? Not even Tom oh. Hanks or Rita Wilson. In the biggest slap in the face, we covered the Out of Shadows documentary, which is basically a QAnon recruitment video. And one of the big things they talk about in that is Lady Gaga going to this like art retreat with Maria Abramovitz. And it's like they're d doing all this like satanic imagery and shit. So like QAnon types super duper hate Lady Gaga. <laughs> so I love that she sang the national anthem yeah. at Joe Biden's inauguration. <laughs> like that had to like super duper sting. Uh, not only did you not take the Capitol, but Satan's own foot soldier is singing the national anthem on the Capitol steps now. I mean, that would be a good name for her next album. <laughs> Satan's own foot soldier. Yeah, I, I'd listen to it. <laughs> Do it. It's got, it. it's got some bops. Do it just to troll the conserves <laughs> so i think that's our episode yeah uh sorry i don't believe italy gate is real i think uh <laughs> whoops i think this seems like a pr campaign to get a little more money in that trump defense fund yeah just get squeeze a little bit more milk out of that stone but hey if you don't believe me donate to their website and see how it works exactly. out exactly what have you got to lose just some money yeah, we don't need them up afterward for an accounting of where your money went. Yeah, you should ask for a detailed invoice. Honestly, I would. Yeah. So uh, that's our episode. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash unpops unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. You can subscribe and get bonus episodes. Olivia, what do you got to plug? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at hi there. Hi, Dar. Uh, you can also why don't you why don't you follow me on Twitch? I think I'm gonna start doing some 
doing some more game streaming. Uh, Very nice. Uh, also, hi there, Hydar. Uh, check that out uh, and uh, stay tuned. Hopefully, hopefully, have some more fun stuff. I have a I have like my own studio, home home like studio thing now. So I'm hoping to get some more shit going. Living it up. Uh, all right. Oh yeah, follow the show at Conspirapops on Twitter and follow me at Adam Todd Brown on Twitter and Instagram. Todd with one D. You jerks. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Yeah.